It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Cubs defeat the Padres. Did they steal a game from them to win the series? Regardless, they're 14 and 10. We talk about it next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following on all audio platforms, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. The Cubs defeat the Padres 5-2 Thursday to win the series and improve to 14-10 on the campaign. Three runs in the second, highlighted by Hosmer and Velazquez back-to-back home runs. In the fifth, Horner, Swanson, and Happ hit three singles in a row to play to run, and the Cubs finish their scoring when Dansby Swanson got off the schneid in terms of his homer totals and connected for his his first long ball of the year. And Sam Hayden Wisniewski, five innings, four hits, one run, one walk, three strikeouts. Heavy underdogs entering this game, but they won. Yeah, you know, when when we do the beginning of the show, and it's it's a big show where, where, where we have a big win, I feel like a, like a caged animal just being ready for you to just release me, you know, like I I can't, I just keep bouncing around, you know, uh, this was one of the best days of my life, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is a huge win. I I didn't have, I didn't have much of a chance to watch most of the game. I caught like the first three, four innings. So I came back and watched the condensed game. Uh, the, the, the first thing that, that creeps in my mind would be the word progress for Wisniewski. Two in a row now. Yeah, I would. Well, no, he got beat up by the Dodgers in, in between the A's pods. Oh, that's that's right. I'm sorry. I'm, it, I'm I'm too giddy right now. Yeah, but but I would say progress because that's a very difficult lineup. And yes, he he wasn't missing a ton of bats. He still was was miss missing with that slider a, a little bit more than you'd like. But it was a progress start. He was sharper. Yeah, he was sharper. And the thing with him is he has to be sharp right now, or he has to pitch because. With the Tyone injury, and by the way, I'd like to ask you later on in this program about the lack of reporting with that because we're seven days in and I haven't heard a peep on him. Uh, you know, with the Tyone injury, Hendricks gets roughed up today. So, you know, he's at least a couple of, of rehab starts away. At least, yeah. You, you kind of need him to be there and you need him you to do. be able to compete. And as bad as he's been, I think you're four and one now in his starts. Wow. Right, because he started against the the Reds, he beat them. He had that blow up against Seattle. They came back and won that game. Mm-hmm. He beat Oakland, lost to the Dodgers, and won uh, on Thursday against the Pods. So progress for him. The bats continue to just be very consistent. Five runs here, six runs. You know, 
And this was a really nice win after a frustrating loss on Wednesday night. It reminds me kind of the Dodger series, right? You you have a nice Correct. game in LA, of course. Uh, you have a you, nice. You won game. the last one. You have a nice game one win, a game you feel like you let slip away in game two, and then you come back immediately and find a way to win the finale. So you salvage a, a three and four home stand, and now you you open things up uh, a little bit with the schedule. So great win. Nice to see uh, Swanson hit a homer and, and a wind-dated one at that, which is nice because you know he's already had a couple taken away by the wind. And, uh, you know, it's a nice win. I mean, I, I'm not sure. The, the bullpen – did its job today, and it was nice to see Boxberger you know, build, build on a nice outing yesterday. They're not; they didn't pitch as well as their line shows. It's still not as tight as I'd like it, uh, especially lighter. If I'm being honest, like lighter starting to uh, uh, balance a little bit, a sway a little bit. Thompson came in, and then he's walking some guys. But overall, it was tight enough today, so that that's good. Yeah, I mean, really well recapped by you there. No surprise. And Fulmer pitched well. He had actually probably had the best outing, so that's good. Just, yeah, just the bullpen the Thursday nine. was Fulmer pitched a scoreless six. Then it went lighter to Thompson to Boxberger, who a day after throwing 10 pitches, threw 10 pitches again as he recorded the save. So he's Man. been uh, super efficient the last two games. I, I thought actually more than anything, it was, it was, uh, it, it was convincing. It was a convincing right. win. Right. Early run off the long ball by Machado, um, but Wisniewski re- reduced the damage as much as he could. Um, you know, I, I still think that sometimes on that sweeper, you know, for as much as attention as it gets, which I've never seen a pitch get no, this much attention. I think it's too much attention. Um, but you know, there's sometimes it's just left out over the white a little too much, and it gets hit, and it gets hit hard, and. Uh, I like the response, you know, especially day game after a night game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's somewhat of a factor for me as well. And later in the show, we're going to talk some roster moves again and roster uh, discussion, which I don't know if I would say it's one of my favorite things, but I I, I see areas where the Cubs could right. be better. I don't and stop for a second. This show, I would like to discuss it. No, we have to. Um, so we're going to be doing that in a few minutes. No, we have to because some of the most egregious things I've ever seen are happening. Oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And um, but but very solid series overall. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if you just said it in your in your recap there or your recap video on Twitter after the game, Sam. But they got two out of three. It wasn't the way we thought, but it happened. Yeah. And so I'm I'm happy with that. Um, I also have a nugget here on Mancini I'd like to give you. Give me it. Um, despite his offer on Thursday, since April 20th, Trey Mancini is 8 for 23 with a double, two homers, and three walks. I just wanted yeah. to drop that in. Yeah, better. Um, and uh, he DH'd on Thursday. Hosmer played first uh, for the first time in a couple weeks, <laughs> it seemed like. Um, and, and he made nice contact throughout, the, throughout the game. Yeah. So yeah, nice win. And and 14 and 10 aesthetically is just much better than 13 and 11. The biggest play of this baseball game from the condensed game in my eyes came when there was two on, two out, and Mr. Fernando Tatis Jr. was at the plate versus Keegan Thompson, who came in to relieve Mr. Leiter, and he hits a high chopper to third base. Oh. Ma- magical digs it. It was a short hop, makes a strong throw all in one motion to get Tatis. 
And, and Swanson said after the game, it was the biggest play and it was a terrific play. And that was huge. Nice to see Madrigal, wow. who, I, who I believe is the best defensive third baseman on this roster, make a play like that. That's huge. Defense wins ball games. And, and would you like the Tyone update now or later? Now you have one? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this this is just from this afternoon. So Jordan Bastion of MLB.com is reporting Jamison Tyone advanced to a long toss program Thursday. Okay. Tyone is making steady progress in his recovery from a mild to moderate left groin strain and could return to the Cubs rotation in early May if all Beautiful. continues okay. to that's, go well. That's great. That's great news. How come that wasn't played up more? That's significant. Well, I just I was kind of all over the place today, so maybe I missed it. But yeah, it didn't feel like that. It felt like that. That's that's big news. That's like you know reading about the president. No, I, that was from eight hours ago, according to this alert, and oh, uh, I, I was on the radar still at that point. I didn't hear a word about. No, that. I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. So so thanks to Jordan Bastian there, and all right, we're gonna move it along here. Cubs win fourteen to ten. Great win. Gonna, Be happy about it. Absolutely. We're going to preview their series later on. But first, we're going to talk uh, some roster, and we do that coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Just two on your smart device and you're ready to go. And they're sent directly to you. So you never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today for last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. We're back here on Locked On Cubs, and we're now partners with SiriusXM. And you can catch every pitch of the Cubs' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app by searching Cubs. And you might be seeking out that hometown broadcast a little more this weekend. Uh, We'll explain that coming up. Sam, I would like to lead off this part of the program, and I have for the viewers – I'll explain it to the listeners here. Four aggressive question marks on the rundown. Roster moves, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because there needs to be some. And Nelson Velasquez, let's just throw it out there right away. He's here to stay. I'm at the point where I would be genuinely frustrated as a fan, as a person, as a coach. If Velazquez is demoted when Bellinger returns from the paternity list, mm-hmm. why why would that happen? Is that rhetorical or? Well, it shouldn't happen. It seems so obvious. Yeah, I agree with you, but I fully agree with you. And as I said, if Velazquez goes down, you know, post an add-on Indeed for a new co-host. Oh yeah, that was big news from today. So I could I should be maybe looking for a new host, Matt. If Velazquez stays. Are you okay? Are you okay with rotating him as a fourth outfielder where some days he gives Suzuki a breather, some days he gives Hap a breather? And and the key is, if you bring up Mr. Velasquez, 
you have to make sure that Hosmer and Mancini don't play every day at the same time. One of those guys becomes a, those guys switch off at first and Velasquez gets more of the DHABs. I'm fine with that, but I'm just saying the listeners and you have to understand that that is the ramifications of that because they are not going to have Velasquez stay up here to sit out. Right, and I and I don't think he should, but I also don't think he needs to play every day. So I, I I'm game for that rotation. I am. Yeah, I mean, I would I would love to see Velasquez get all the abs versus lefties. Okay, right, and then Mancini gets most of the abs versus versus lefties, and then Velasquez and Hosmer and Mancini kind of just split the 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 abs versus righties with Velasquez getting more ABs when he gives Suzuki a breather. Because Suzuki hasn't looked great defensively, if I'm being honest. Uh, so so that could you could use that as a thing. You could get Hap. That's what they could do, but they have to be really diligent about it and, and take it seriously. And I, I think for whatever reason, they're just stuck on Hosmer and Mancini are everyday guys. And if Hosmer and Mancini are everyday guys, like we have everyday listeners, we we can't have a guy like Velasquez up sitting on the pine. I think it's ridiculous. I can't right. that like like I don't even know what to say anymore about the roster decisions because I like to talk on this show because I like to provide my educated opinion with the listeners. I I, I have no idea, so I have nothing to say. I mean, I, I tweeted out the, the Terenz Rios thing. All oh, the best I could do is just make jokes about it. Yeah, it was and it was a good one. You know, I I don't, you know, Morel hits a home run every day and Terenz and Rios are just, you know, play, playing, you know, board games. Well, no, you had a better one early. You do the one for the air. Well, but I—they already heard it. No, it some, most of, a lot of yeah, they're playing it. rock paper scissors. Yeah, they're playing rock paper scissors in the dugout. Or they're playing that game we used to play as kids, where you have you have your fingers and you hit one, and then it's two, and you try to get to five. Well, it's even more extreme with Rios. You could almost play a game where in the world is Edwin Rios, and, and today you're facing a guy like Lugo who's a ground ball guy. He's not an overwhelming guy. It just makes like if he's on the team and he doesn't play in this game or against Waka, it just makes just really fundamentally no sense. I I've given up on it. Like I've asked people, I've, I've tweeted at people. I've, I've gone all around my, you know, quote, You've unquote, asked people on the street. No, I, I, I've got all I've quote unquote sources. What's the Terence thing? What's the Rios thing? Why not just bring up Mervis at this point? Why don't they just, they just go, uh, Sam, I couldn't tell you. Well, I don't think Hosmer and Mancini need to be everyday guys anymore to answer your question. And so I'm going to put on my GM hat and and we're going to break this down. So the paternity list is supposed to be three games max. So you're going to need to make a move of some kind before Friday's game because Bellinger missed his third game Thursday. I think this is a great reason then to make multiple moves. So here's what I would do. Bellinger returns, Rios goes to AAA. But I would additionally bring up Mervis or Morell, not both at the same time. I lean Mervis because there's more of a path at regular time for him at either first or DH. Uh, both are raking down there. It's, it's getting comical at this point. But I, I would, so Bellinger returns, Rios goes down. I would wave Torrens and Mervis comes up. It's got to be only a matter of time. If it doesn't happen before Friday's game, 
it's got to be only a matter of time. I keep telling myself that. And if it's not a matter of time, it's starting to become a matter of frustration. It, I don't think it's going to be Friday, Mateo. The Cubs offense is good, but you have players who could make it even better. Yeah, I think it'll I I think what look, I I I fully agree with you. I have nothing they to say. They should make those moves. And by the way, as we recorded this, our football team, the Chicago Bears, have traded no. the number nine pick for the number 10 pick to the Philadelphia Eagles and a fourth round pick. And the Eagles went and, and, and drafted, I believe, Mr. Jalen Carter from Georgia. So the Bears could have traded him. They didn't. Could have oh, drafted interesting. Him. So I, I will announce live on air, but no one else is live. They're all listening to this on Friday. So they'll know who the Bears pick. Uh-huh. I agree with every single thing that you just said. So so there's no point for me to reiterate it. If I'm playing devil's advocate, which I wouldn't do, but let's just say I am, they're probably waiting for a lull in the season where they can use these guys as a spark, say that they gave – look, they probably realize the Hosmer thing doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And so they're waiting as long as they can, and then you, you can't – you can't get rid of Hosmer this early because it sends a bad message to free agents around the league. Because he hasn't done, he has not done enough to get cut. That's not fair. Well, I think that's really more of the point. I don't right. really know about the free agent thing, but yeah. right, he hasn't done enough to get cut. It's just it's a matter of th- there's better guys under the level. Now you make the point. You could bring some of these guys up. Rios and Terenz are dead dead weight, but you know a guy like Mancini and Hosmer. If Morell comes up, if Mervis comes up, even though. Terenz and, and Rios will be the guys that go down. It'll be Mancini, but mostly Hosmer that really loses the ABs. Right. And so I don't know. I, I full, that, That's all I could think of, and it doesn't even make any sense because I fully agree with you. So it's weird. As When we did the show, when they got Hosmer, this was my fear. If you go back and watch yeah. that show, I was just like, this just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. Mervis stinks, and he right. doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he and, took a 2-1... No, curveball, he hit it out like he hit a Mickey no Mantle, dude. A one-two curveball, rather. It was like a Mickey Mantle just forearm swing where he just it didn't he didn't even swing and the ball went 385 feet. It was wild, you know. All right, he looked well, like, let's see he what looked, happens and 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 we're gonna announce the probable pitchers next segment. But Caleb Killian is likely coming up too, and you can't have more than 13 pitchers, so a pitcher is probably gonna be sent out too. Uh, who I who's that gonna be? Probably Estrada, right? Yeah. I guess. I mean, or you could say, Merriweather. or you could wave Merriweather. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just happy they won. We preview Cubs Marlins next. Today's episode is also brought to you by Ultimate Baseball, Ultimate Pro Baseball GM, one of the coolest games we've played in a long time. This game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your team and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In this simulation, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, scouting and drafting players, and navigating your team through free agency. This is all in a challenging and realistic game world. It's completely free, playable offline, playable on the go, as you want and when you want to. Locked On Cubs listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com or look it up in the Apple and Google Play stores. Probaseballgm.com for ultimate pro baseball GM to start your dynasty today. Matthew, the Chicago Bears have selected offensive tackle Darnell Wright from the Knoxville, Tennessee Volunteers. Ronnie, tell us about Darnell. 
Well, I think that's the lineman who Will Anderson said was the best he's ever faced, right? I, I don't know anything about the NFL draft or I'd have a locked on pod on their end. So, so yeah. I can't I can't tell you anything. All I know is that we're a 14 and 10 club. Okay. Well, thanks for reporting the pick. Yeah, I just wanted to report it to you because it's just kind of fun, you know. Let no, our it's listeners fun. I, know I'm that gonna, we have different lenses. I would like to dive into draft coverage after our show. I would. No, no. You, well, you're good at that stuff. And I would just like to make one more public recording uh, reporting before we get into the preview. It is now 13 to tampon down on 35th and Shields. Oh, no. Uh, you know, Do they so have a mercy rule yet? Yeah, no. All, all, all 612 fans are upset. Oh, boy. All right. So probables for this weekend. Stroman versus uh, Lazardo. Ooh, great matchup. Killian versus Cabrera. Is that official? No. Oh. Not official. Uh, have to think they're going to announce it Friday before Friday's action, along with the, the couple, maybe one or two roster moves. What if they start Steve Traxel? And then Sunday is Steel versus a dude named uh, is it H-O-E-I-N-G. Is that Hoeing? Yes. Okay. So uh, first pitch times, a variety of them. Ready? 540. This is all central. 540. 3.05 and 11.05. Friday's game is on marquee. Wait, 11.05? Friday's game is on marquee. Saturday is on Fox. And Sunday is 11.05 a.m. on Peacock. And that's how we're going to end the show. No, 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 no. No, wait, we're on Peacock Sunday? Yeah, 11.05. Pancakes and baseball. Uh, I got to call my mom. I gotta ask her to if 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 we have that or if do I have to go <laughs> do I gotta go to her place to watch that? Oh boy! Right, right. Uh, let me. Can I just do a quick sky report? Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. I know a lot about the first two pitchers um, of yeah. the Marlins. So Lazardo's very good lefty mm-hmm. has a has a very good kind of fastball slider combo. Likes to miss bats. Key with him is I I, I would even go as far as to say he's their second best pitcher. Uh, the key with him is. You you can get him to be inefficient if he's if he's getting early outs he can go like seven eight and just dominate you wow. but you gotta make make him throw strikes which the Cubs do a good job of and get him out as early as possible Cabrera on Saturday is I'm gonna pull this up for facts okay but his walk rate and and how many guys he's walked at the beginning of the season I think he's settled down a bit was astronomical here, here's his number so far in front of me I, in 22 innings he's leading baseball with 20 walks oh, that's terrible 20 walks his whip is 1.773 so basically think and he's got great stuff by the way or else he'd be in the minor leagues think about Blake Snell on Tuesday night, but mm. but a more extreme version. Mm-hmm. Make him pitch. You could get into their bullpen early in both these games, and I know absolutely nothing about Sunday starter. Yeah, so that 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 should but, be. But Cabrera yeah. is a walk machine. Again, like Lazardo, like Snell. If he gets going, he'll he'll you you'll look bad against him. But if if he's not throwing strikes and, and you make him throw strikes, he, he won't be long for the for the baseball game. Marlins are thirteen and thirteen. They have a few dudes, but nothing imposing. So I'm I'm, I'm great for win a series today. win. They they were down four zero in the ninth today and scored five. Yeah, wow, that's a great comeback. Jazz Chis, Jazz Chisholm will Chisholm will lead off for them. He's kind of like a Javi, 
uh, explosive player, tons of tools, but you can get him to swing and miss. Mm-hmm. Um, so layers on their team, he hits, uh, and then obviously their best hitter is uh, Arise. Uh, for Man, team. has he been good? Yeah, he's like a baby. He's like a diet Tony Gwynn. Still hitting over four hundred. A very diet Tony Gwynn. With all due respect to the late great Tony Gwynn, very diet. I don't want to disrespect Tony Gwynn like that. I was more making a comment. By the way, if you ever listen to the Padres announcers, I don't, Tony. Oh, Don Orsillo. Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, but then and home games sometimes Tony Gwynn Jr. Oh, announces. He sounds identical to his father. Oh wow! I was I was me and uh, Scott and I. That's my cousin. When we were in L.A., we're watching the Brewers uh, Padres game on Thursday night, and Scott was like freaked out. He's like, "That's I mean, that's can't be Tony Gwynn," and it was like, "No, it's his son." Oh wow! It's yeah. that it's that on no, point. It's that on point. They wow. sound the exact same. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, the last thing before we get out of here, we got sent a picture to us, Sam. Oh, what I didn't know you already had that great producing. Here's Darnell Wright, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bears. Let's win 14. Locked on Bears. Can we take over for an episode this fall? <laughs> man, that guy looks like a lineman. <laughs> All right, so Carson, this is uh, Lance and Carson Walker. I'm wearing their their shirt from that they gave us a gift on the holiday party. Yeah. I uh, went down there in the Alabama yeah. and they're at the Smokies game tonight. And there's Carson with PCA. That's awesome. Incredible. PCA looks like he's like so young. Cause he is right. Right. I mean, Carson like kind of good time. Carson kind of looks like he could, could beat him in a race. <laughs> yeah. He, he looks athletic. Doesn't he sure. do track? Didn't we learn that? Or am I imagining that? I, I think so. Or baseball. Yeah. Yeah. No, very cool, very cool. And they saw Mr. Ben Brown toe the slab today. Oh, my gosh. Well, they picked a really good game. Oh, that's a great game. Birmingham. Ben Brown, perhaps he'll be on the north side for the playoff run. All right, so (laughs) Cubs-Marlins this weekend. Every dayers be back with us on Monday as we recap that series and more. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods on the audio side, and streaming soon on Sirius XM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.